Good morning, everyone. Concluding Simon Kuf Nun Aleph 151, the Mishnah Buru kind of gives the background here, and I'll, I'll kind of add to it or kind of give it context. We saw that the halachas of treating a base amedra, a base knasas, a shul, with proper respect um, is learned from the, uh, the, the fact that the Navi calls a shul, the base knasas, a mikdash ma'at, a mini version of the base amigdash. And that's not just a cute metaphor, that's a real halacha. We saw that the uh, halachas of treating a base, a base knasas with respect uh, might even be a, a daraisa based on that. It might even be midaraisa, can, a, an extension of mikdashi tirau yishal, yishafir the base amigdash. Um, and, and that was the context. Now, when it came to the base amigdash, there was a halacha, is that there were two different areas. There was the actual heichal, which was the actual place in the makam amigdash, and then there was the Azara, there was the courtyard in front of the base of Mikdash. And there was a difference in the Kedusha, the sanctity between the Azara and the Heichal. The Heichal, in the actual, the, the, the Ulam, the actual building of the base of Mikdash, you are not allowed to do any type of tash, you're not allowed to use any type of, um, really any activity on the second floor, above the base of Mikdash. It was prohibited. However, in the Azara, in the uh, courtyard, if there was a second floor storage, things like that, it was permitted to use it. However, so long as that, that, that use was not for a tashma shal, uh, shal genai, something that would be considered uh, unfitting. So, for example, sleeping would be inappropriate. But other types of activities would, be, would have been permitted. The Mishra says, based on that, that, that explains the Machaber says he's misupak. He's unsure. What's the story with the second level on top of a Beisach Nesses? He says, if you learn, if a shul is kind of has the kedusha, the sanctity of, the, of an azara, so it would, be, it would still be prohibited to sleep on top. Let's say if there's an al, uh, a balcony or something like that on top of the shul, it would be prohibited to sleep, which is considered a tashma shel genai, an inappropriate activity, but you'd be able to keep storage, things like that. Um, you'd be able to use it for other purposes, purposes that are not considered a genai. However, if a shul has the, has the sanctity of even like the ulam, the actual base of Mikdash, you wouldn't even be able to use anything up on top of a shul. Now the Mishra Bura says we tend to be lenient for two things. Number one is that we tend to only be machmir on the area directly above the Aran Kodesh. That would be one area where we really are, are particularly machmid. Number two, he points out that we tend to be lenient if, um, if a shul was originally built with intent that there's a second story on top of it, and the second story, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna use for other purposes. So if it was initially, you know, built or constructed or purchased with that in mind, so we say that the second story never really got that kedusha. However, it seems a little tricky. Is that even with all those leniencies, a tashmish shall gnai like mo'od, something that's really inappropriate. For example, a second story. If there was a bathroom especially if it be on top of the, of the Aron Kodesh or even on top of a shoal, it's very, very tricky, which raises the problem, what happens when you have a shoal on like the first story of an apartment building or of a, you know, some type of you know, area in a city where you have a high rise or something like that? I've seen there at Israel, a lot of times what they do is they have these big apartments, uh, apartment complexes, and they have the shoal on the first floor. Uh, I don't know the answer. I did a quick peek in the Achronim. I didn't really do a ton of research. They seem to be not a big fan of that kind of stuff which is a very surprising halacha. I thought like, oh, of course, we're lenient. Didn't really seem like that's a great idea. The Taz wrote very, very strongly against having any kind of activity above a shoal. He uses the language, something of the, of the, of the effect of shomer, 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 something like that. I don't remember. He says you should be really, really careful about that. He talks about how all sorts of 
tragedies befell people who lived on top of shoals. So I don't know, I don't want to give anyone any kind of curses or anything like that. So uh, it's very tricky. I, I don't know what the halacha is. And um, go ask a rabbi before buying an apartment or renting an apartment on top of a shoal.